0: Everybody, welcome to episode 34 of the deep ball gridiron edition. I'm your host, Anthony Palo, and I'm joined, of course, by my co host, Corey Lickman. Core, how are we doing today?
1: Doing pretty good, Palo.
0: Fresh off the
1: QB draft episode where I'm out here snagging famous Jameis in like one of the last few rounds, but yeah, looking forward to uh drafting some uh, defense.
0: Yeah, listen, Core. you got a chance to redeem yourself. It's a quick turnaround, I think, probably the quickest we've had, definitely, in the drafts. So yeah, Jameis Winston, now you're, now you're maybe your best pick, but you make up for it today. You kind of alluded to the fact, Corey, we will be drafting our defenses today. To do that, bringing on another guy, please welcome Anthony Novello. Novello, how we doing, bud? I'm doing
2: great, man. All hail the New York Giants. Uh, super excited to talk about some defensive guys today.
0: Listen, there couldn't be a better person right now to draft defensive players and make his own defense And Novello. Knew I had to have him when I decided that we were going to draft the defense. So we're going to get into that in just a second. But, of course, we talk about QB. Well, first, I'll I actually briefly mention the Hall of Fame game was on the other day, first game of the preseason. It, it doesn't even, like, deserve our time, if you ask me. The preseason games, yes, it's cool that, oh, football's back, but it's a a game. So we'll be skipping over that for those wondering. Uh, but we're going to get right into two big contracts, and then we'll get into our draft. Of Course, we drafted quarterbacks the next day. Josh Allen signs a mega extension six years, 258 million dollars. He was our fifth pick. I actually got him in the second round of that quarterback draft. Uh, I'll start with myself first. Do I think it's worth it? First of all, good for the bills and good for Josh Allen, so yeah, I think it's worth it. Um, yet, yes, he might have had one like outlier season, I guess, but he just progressively did get better from year one to year two, and then obviously takes a huge leap in year three one of the top quarterbacks in the league can do it all can run can throw they put a lot on his shoulders in the bills offense to create they don't have a great run game they got him a number one receiver he did a tremendous job with digs obviously we talked about him a ton last episode but yeah i'm I'm very excited for the bills future and definitely josh allen's future
1: yeah i mean i think this deal for six years 258 mil sounds like a lot obviously but i mean after Patrick mahomes getting 10 years for, like, 450 mil or something like that. I mean, this deal, p- pretty solid for the Bills. Obviously, Josh Allen not really – not on Patrick Mahomes' level at this point. But if you think about, like, most valuable quarterbacks in the NFL right now, like how good they are in age, I- I'd say Mahomes and probably Josh Allen a second just based off age, maybe Justin Herbert up there. So, yeah, I think the Bills extend him now, age of 25. Obviously, a big contract, but I think um, – I mean, they got to the AFC Championship game last year, and I think you keep Josh Allen at quarterback. It uh, keeps your chances of getting a Super Bowl at uh, the highest it is.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with that, core. I think Josh Allen is an absolute beast. The Bills, like, when you go to Buffalo, every girl on the planet in Buffalo wants to be with Josh Allen. Every guy loves Josh Allen. Josh Allen is definitely Buffalo's quarterback. I don't think they can get anyone better honestly Mahomes is definitely Mahomes number one for sure but Allen's like close to three I think Josh Allen's the perfect quarterback for Buffalo and to me when you find that perfect quarterback you pay him whatever
0: you need so there it is for sure he does embody that culture and I mean Josh Allen has a rocket of a girlfriend that's just a side note so the poor (laughs) Buffalo sweethearts (laughs) they're gonna they got some tough competition over there but uh it kind of brings you you guys mentioned it is a lot of money but like when you put it into perspective, I don't think it's that crazy. It's three million more than Prescott's making a year, which, again, I would think that's a, definitely a fair price. Like Prescott's a good quarterback, but I think Allen especially does more for his team really than Prescott does in that sense in their offense. And I think what's so important is that they paid Allen before Lamar Jackson gets paid and Baker Mayfield get gets paid. So I guess we'll start with Novello first. Um, like out of those two quarterbacks, like Lamar or Baker, what team do you think should try to get the deal done? before like the other one you know what i mean cuz i feel like quarterback deals tend to get based off the rest of the market so like do you think that the ravens should now pay lamar or do you think they should maybe wait to see if baker makes less and then pay him around what baker's making or a little more than baker's making if i had to pick between the
2: two like who should be making more based on the situation you know i'm i think i'm going to go with baker mayfield man being a number one overall pick and like doing what he's done for Cleveland, the way that he's done it, everything he's done for them brought them to the playoffs since I don't even know the last time. I, I think I was like a kid, honestly, 2000, 2001, I think, the last time. I think, they, uh, yeah, I don't even know. The winning season. Last time they made the playoffs, yeah. But I th- I honestly think Baker deserves more than Lamar. I know Lamar's an amazing quarterback, but I think I would go with Baker with a little bit more concerning what he's done in Cleveland. He's changed the entire culture and made them a winning program. So yeah, I'd probably go with Baker next.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think these are two uh, obviously good quarterbacks, uh, but I honestly, I'm probably going to disagree. I'll say I think Lamar Jackson definitely deserves more. I think Lamar in the regular season gets a lot of hate, but I mean, he wins football games. And, I mean, Baker Mayfield, so I guess there can't really be that much of a wrong answer, but I would say Lamar Jackson, I think, is going to get extended next and deserves more because I, I think Lamar Jackson definitely will not get Josh Allen money, but, I mean, I think he can get relatively close to it. I don't think Baker Mayfield will get as much money as um, Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. I, I think he's just a tad below those guys, so I, I was gonna say I think Lamar will get extended first. I think he any and he deserves more money.
0: I think you guys both bring up fair points. I agree with you on the fact that I think yeah Lamar should make more money than Baker, but to Novello's point, I also think the Browns should try to pay Baker first, and they might be like, well now that Allen's making forty three, Baker's probably gonna leverage for close to forty. And you might think that's like a crazy overpay, but again, look how bad, like the most infamous jersey ever is that Browns quarterback jersey with 20 different names on it. You finally find your guy in Mayfield, you have to pay him. And I feel like almost you have to pay him whatever, right? And if you pay Jackson, if Jackson gets paid first, Baker then will have a lot of leverage in the fact that he's like, well, I want to get paid just as much as Lamar, maybe even more. And I don't think he deserves to get paid as much as uh, Lamar, I think it's close, but I think Lamar is just a more talented quarterback. So I think, this, for a sense of urgency standpoint, definitely pay try to pay Baker first. The Browns. I know you might be like a little hesitant because he, it's not like he's like completely overwhelmed. You and then you're like dumping in a lot of money to that position. But again, with how bad they've been at the quarterback position the past twenty years, they finally found their savior. Uh, they stepped in Baker as a number one overall pick and kind of exceeded expectations. I'll say at least to this point. I definitely think they should focus on locking him up. Obviously, both of these teams should focus on locking their quarterbacks up. But I would personally take a priority on Baker solely because of how they can't get the quarterback situation right there. But we'll move on to another young player who just got extended recently and then kind of ties us into this our defensive draft. Darius Leonard of the Indianapolis Colts, five years, just under $100 million, becomes the highest paid inside linebacker. Fred Warner got a contract extension a couple weeks ago. We were talking about that for like five for 95. So Leonard kind of resets the market there. Uh, listen, Darius Leonard, I mean, he does it all at the linebacker position. He can cover, he can blitz, uh, one of the consistent lead, like top tacklers in the league. And yeah, I think former defensive rookie of the year, I'm pretty sure, uh, out of South Carolina state, small school. So good for Darius Leonard, the heart and soul, basically that Colts defense that again, it just goes to show you, they've done a great job developing talent over the past couple years.
1: Yeah. I mean, this Colts defense was uh, one of the best in the, in the NFL this year and, I mean, Darius Leonard obviously a main part of that. I mean, 163 tackles as a rookie, followed by 121 and 132. He could just he's just all over the field, able to do everything. And yeah, I mean, we talked on it a few weeks ago when Fred Warner got extended. That like would Darius Leonard get more? And I guess the answer was yeah, he's gonna get more. Just it's gonna be the next guy who, who gets the extensions. Both relatively young guys, so. Yeah, good for Darius Leonard, and uh, yeah, he's um, going to be part of that Colts defense for, for a pretty well, pretty decent amount of time.
2: Yeah, when you look at all of the dominant defenses in the NFL, they all have a middle linebacker who, A, knows what he's doing. B, can play the run. C, can play the pass. They are mentally prepared for everything, and Darius Leonard is just one of those guys. Him and Fred Warner being probably the two of the younger ones out of the bunch of those elite linebackers, so I definitely think he deserves to get paid. What is it? Five years, ninety-nine and a half, and a half for sure. Yep. For sure. Darius Leonard, honestly, other than Bobby Wagner, I believe Darius Leonard is the best middle
0: linebacker in the NFL. Yeah. He's de- definitely one of, I mean, the guy's been an all pro in all three years. He's been in the league, a second round pick and yeah, it kind of goes off this. I mean, the Colts draft class that year in 2018, their top three picks were Quentin Nelson, who still has to be extended. Uh Braden Smith, who's a right tackle, I think he just made an all-pro team. He's definitely made an all-pro team before. He just got paid, like, four years, $72 million. And Darius Leonard. So, I mean, you talk about some really good company. Chris Ballard out in Indianapolis doing a hell of a job. Quentin Nelson, I'm sure, is definitely – I mean, I'm 100% sure about this. As long as he comes back from his injury healthy, he'll get the highest-paid guard contract in the league for sure because of how good he is and how dominant he is. But, yeah, I guess that kind of ties us in to our defensive draft. I guess we'll get into this a little earlier. Um. We decided our draft order right before the show. Novello, guests go first. So you got the first overall pick. I think I'm going to be utterly shocked who you could possibly go with. So uh, take it away. Listen, I'm going to go with the absolute best player,
2: the best defensive player, arguably the best player in the NFL. Uh, It's going to be Aaron Donald. This guy is an absolute monster. He, You know, like sometimes his stats may not show that he's an absolute game wrecker, but the film proves it, man. The film just – He wrecks plays over and over and over again. Whether it's a pass drop, whether it's a run, he will wreck the offensive line. He's a game changer for sure. So he's definitely my number one pick.
1: Yeah, I mean, Aaron Donald, I think with uh, the first pick, I mean, couldn't really go anybody else. Like you said, sometimes like maybe like I would say maybe sometimes the stats don't show up, but he's getting doubled and triple covered. Obviously, just he's like a freak human. And what he does for that Rams defense is just unexplainable. So, yeah, I think first pick, pretty much a no-brainer.
0: Aaron Donald, obviously, uh, the right pick here. Three Defensive Player of the Year awards in his last four years. He's been named to the Pro Bowl every year of his career. He's been a first-team All-Pro the last six years. I mean, you guys say it. He gets double-teamed every game, and he still has some of the best stats in the league. It's just unbelievable. You got – Teams make game plans around him, and it still doesn't matter. You can't block the guy one-on-one. Obviously, he was so – I mean, he gets other people paid, too. Like Leonard Floyd this past year just signed a four-year, $64 million deal uh, back with the Rams because he's getting one-on-one – the tackles have to face him one-on-one because Donald's taking up the guard in the center. So, again, it just goes – it's a testament to how good Aaron Donald is. One of the most dominant defensive players I think we've ever watched. So, yeah, no-brainer, number one pick. And that brings it to core at the second pick.
1: Yeah, man, this is um, I think defense tough to um, tough to pick. It's where I wanna what position? I'm gonna go out, I'm go out, get myself an edge rusher off the board. I'm between two guys, but I'm gonna go with the guy who's done it a little longer, the guy from SUNY Buffalo. I'll go Khalil Mack, and yeah, I mean this guy Khalil Mack obviously um didn't have as many sacks this year. For, for the Bears, but I mean, he's just been consistent over the last what is like six years. Obviously, started in Oakland, got traded to Chicago, and he's just been a force on uh, on the edge for many offense offensive linemen. So, yeah, second pick here. I'm gonna go Khalil Mack on the on the Bears.
0: Another guy actually from the 2014 draft class. Funny you mentioned that. Mack went fifth that year. I want to say Aaron Donald went 14th. Odell was actually the 12th pick in that draft. That's that's a really good draft class to look at, 2014. But, yeah, I mean, his tenure in Oakland, obviously, he was a threat every single time coming off the edge. In Chicago, I don't think he's actually seen, like, just a single team. He gets double teamed every time again, but it still doesn't matter. The sacks, I guess, are a little bit down, you'd like to say. But, again, like, it's hard sometimes to look at defensive player stats and be like, well, uh, these guys are kind of, I guess, he's regressing a little bit. But, again, he's just getting blocked by three different guys, and he's getting chipped. A back's helping him, uh, uh helping the tackle and pass. So, yeah, Khalil Mack, one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. I think, Corey, I would have went a different direction, but I like the pick. There's no doubt about it. It's a good pick.
2: Yeah, man. Khalil Mack falls under
0: that uh, category of game records for sure.
2: He's an absolute monster. I've seen him literally get a sack and toss Tristan Wirfs at the same time with one hand. He is an unbelievable player he is super strong super fast he's a freak just like aaron donald i think it's a good second pick Corey.
0: thank you listen i think it's a good second pick especially when i have the third pick because i'm gonna go with the edge rusher i think you passed up i'm gonna go with tj watt arguably should have been the defensive player of the year last year guys made a pro bowl in the last three years he had 13 sacks in 2018 14 and a half in 2019. He finally led the league last year with 15 sacks. Obviously a first-team All-Pro, like I said, probably got snubbed from Defensive Player of the Year. And with a stud defense in Pittsburgh, he's probably the, he is the star of it. Again, a guy coming off the edge who's a feared rusher every single time, plays the run. Maybe Mac plays the run a little better than him, but again, T.J. Watt. If you ask me, uh, you talk about having to over like get out of someone's shadow, as obviously J.J. Watt was is still one of the most dominant, like, defensive players I've ever seen in person. And, I mean, T.J. Watt has done a hell of a job, like, creating his own, like, persona, in a sense. So, I'll take T.J. Watt here in my third pick. Obviously, Watt was the other
1: guy who was between. And, yeah, I mean, over the last um, two two years, probably, I mean, T.J. Watt probably has been better. Definitely was last year, but I just went with Cleo um, Mack over the last few years he, I mean like last five six years he's been absolute stud but yeah TJ Watt here I think is a, is a great pick with um that 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 Steelers defense was really good last year despite having some injuries and Watt game in game out was putting up was was killing offensive lines and um just destroying <laughs> offensive coordinator's plans so yeah I think that's a good pick at number three
2: yeah, when, when you look at T.J. Watt, I think he's the most put-together edge rusher in the NFL. I think he's an absolute monster. He He's one of those players who, like, he will wreck a game any day. Any game he plays, I think he can have a major impact. Hopefully that Steelers defense can keep up what they're doing. But uh, T.J. Watt, he's definitely at the heart of it.
0: So that's definitely a good number three right there, Pei. Yeah, if I'm building my team, too, I want a guy who's going to take up uh, – occupy at least two, hopefully, a tackle spot, obviously. And then, you know what I mean? You got to think about him every single time. You either got to chip him or you got to double team him. So with T.J. Watt, to complement that, I'm going to take my leader in my defense, my middle linebacker. I'll go with the best in the league, who I still think is doing it out of, I believe, Utah State. He went to Bobby Wagner. A guy, again, makes a Pro Bowl every year, makes an all-pro team every year. He's been the heart of Seattle's defense for years. Had 138 tackles last year. The year before that led the league with 159. Uh, not much to say about Bobby Wagner. The film and the uh, the film speaks for itself. The guy I can cover. He's a three down linebacker, sideline to sideline, and yeah, in a league again with some absolute freaks at the linebacker position, he's been the best for a long time.
1: Yeah, um, th- this is the guy I was hoping to get with my next pick, but I had a feeling he wasn't gonna fall past you. I mean, yeah, Bobby Wagner. He's just been on that um that Seattle team for so many years, and year in year out, just puts up. Really good stats. He's been there since the obviously Legion of Boom with Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor. And yeah, I mean this guy um like maybe last year the defense wasn't that great at the beginning, but Wagner establishes he's he's the heart and soul of that defense. So yeah, I think number four, it's hoping he fell to me at number five, but yeah, Bobby Wagner I think was uh the best pick there was here.
2: You know, Payo, I know you I know you need a uh, a field general for your defense, and I mm-hmm. can't imagine anybody better than Bobby Wagner to do that. He is the all-around best middle linebacker in the entire NFL, it's no question, and he will be for the next couple of years until that guy retires and gets inducted first year of eligibility.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, like you said, the league's just flourished with young linebackers, but Bobby Wagner's been doing it for so long, I think still is at the top. Uh, Corey, this brings you to pick number five. Take it away.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wanted to get a linebacker for, for my squad here. And, you know, you're taking Bobby Wagner. So I'll go out and get, I think, the next best guy right now. I'll go Fred Warner from the from San Francisco 49ers. He's um, pretty young, only 25, I think. But, yeah, I mean, he's come in and he's been able to – Help that defense. Oh, 24, my fault. And, yeah, I mean, he's just come in and upgraded that defense, and he should be a main part of that defense this year. Hasn't missed a game. Don't want to jinx the guy. Hasn't missed a game in his in his three full seasons as uh, a San Francisco 49er. But, yeah, fifth pick, I'll go uh, Fred Warner here.
2: Yeah, Fred Warner is another one of those middle linebackers who can absolutely ruin a game for an offense. He – not many people know that he is – probably one of the smartest middle linebackers in the league physically absolute free play the run play the pass, but he is one of the smartest middle linebackers for sure in the league. Good
0: pick. Yeah. I mean, again, like, I don't think it's like a coincidence that as Fred Warner's risen to stardom, like the San Francisco 49ers defense, like, especially in 2019 became such a feared unit. And even last year in 2020, the 49ers might've been bad, but their defense was still sneaky. Good. Obviously Robert Sala put a lot of his plate and he, uh, uh, hit it out of the park I mean again I think Warner was a third round pick out of BYU we were talking about him a couple weeks ago this is a great pick Fred Warner's honestly one of my favorite defensive players too uh, in the middle of the defense good pick core it, it, it pains me to like not pick Fred Warner but over Wagner but uh, you know I mean I don't think you can go wrong with either of the two which brings you to Novello on a wraparound you got two here
2: yep I'm gonna pick Fred Warner's good good friend and teammate Nick Bosa out of the San Francisco 49ers. I think, like, obviously he was hurt, got injured. I can't remember. I think he tore his ACL at MetLife. Yep. At MetLife Week 2. Yeah. Yep. And, again, he's just one of those game wreckers. With my, my defense, I specifically want a front four who can play the run and let the rest of my defense do their thing. And I know Nick with Nick Bosa and Aaron Donald, they could both take care of the run for that.
1: Yeah. Your, uh, your D-line, obviously – You're looking pretty good right now. You got uh, Nick Bosa as an edge rusher who, in his first year, I mean, he he had nine sacks. He was just really good for that defense um, when they got to the Super Bowl. And, yeah, obviously got Aaron Donald. But, yeah, I think Nick Bosa here uh, to solidify an edge rusher. I think he's one of the best in the game, and I think he'll come back stronger after. Torn ACL, so, yeah, I think sixth pick. This is a good pick here.
0: Yeah, again, Nick Bosa was part of that. 2019 San Francisco 49ers defense that really uh, like ascended to the top of the football world in that sense. Obviously, they lose the Super Bowl, but he gets hurt last year. You hope that he comes back strong. He's got the family pedigree, obviously, with Joey being a star in the NFL, and Nick Bosa looks well on his way to start him. A good pick here, and I'm hoping for the best for Nick Bosa uh, coming back this year. Do I got next pick, pal? Yes, you do. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I'm going to go with
2: the guy we were talking about before, Darius Leonard. He's is going to run my defense for sure. I know he's one of the smartest middle linebackers in the league. Play the run, play the pass. And he's an absolute young stud. Uh, soon to be one of the best middle linebackers in the league. So
0: with my pick, I'm going to take Darius Leonard. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Corey. I'll cut you off real quick first here. Uh, yeah, I mean, we mentioned Darius Leonard in the beginning of the show. We talk all about him, his greatness. So, again, it's crazy that Darius Leonard is like the third middle linebacker off the board. But, I mean, that's just how good the position is. I, I know it's like a... Repetitive theme, it seems like. Leonard's a hell of a ball player.
1: Yeah, we talked about him before. I mean, um, D- Darius Leonard just tackled machine and uh, does a lot for that Indianapolis Colts defense. So, yeah, third linebacker off the board, but still probably a top still a top linebacker in the league. So, yeah, I like the pick here. All right, core, Who are you going with at number eight then? At number eight, I'm actually I don't I don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna get my my secondary a little bit stabilized. And I'm gonna go with the best corner in the NFL. Might be a little early for a corner, but you know I'm gonna go Jalen Ramsey from the from the Los Angeles Rams. Ramsey talks a lot of trash, but obviously backs it up. He um obviously he put I wouldn't say clamped him, but like DK Metcalf did not have a uh, a very fun time going against that guy two times last year. And I think D-Hop, I don't know how he did. I don't think he did that good, honestly. I'm not really sure. But, yeah, Jalen Ramsey could just do it all in coverage, man. And, yeah, just think the best corner in the NFL. And I'll get my, my secondary a little bit uh going here, and I'll take
0: Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey, week in and week out, is going to shadow your number one receiver. He's going to follow him all across the field, and he just does, again, a terrific job with it. He is the best corner in the league. Uh, I think maybe man-to-man-wise, maybe you could put another guy over him. But again, Ramsey's lanky. He could press you at the line of scrimmage. Uh, I know there's always that clip about like, uh, Devontae Adams getting cooked by – like cooking Ramsey. I mean, that is the most misleading clip out there. I absolutely hate that. But maybe, maybe a little bit of a hothead Jalen Ramsey in a sense. Uh, had a tough tenure in Jacksonville towards the end of that. But, I mean, the guy's play speaks for himself. Another guy, too, is changing his number this year to number five with the new rules. So that'll look real nice. But Jalen Ramsey, best corner in the league. Great pick here, Corey.
2: Yeah, I, I'm not opposed to taking a corner too early, Corey. I think it was a pretty good choice. Honestly, Jalen Ramsey is one of those guys who he's irreplaceable. He's the best corner in the league. He can tackle. He could play the pass. He could do absolutely everything. And all the way from that cornerback spot, he's he's a, he's a really big piece of your defense that you're definitely going to need, especially somebody like Jalen Ramsey who can do everything. So that's definitely a good pick, core.
0: Yeah, for sure. Hopefully you lock up one side of the field when you have Jalen Ramsey on the field. Uh, this moves on to me with back-to-back picks. I'm, I'm going to make both picks, and then we can comment off them. All right, so I have T.J. Watt playing on one side, and then I have Bobby Wagner in the middle. I'm envisioning like kind of a 4 two, 5 I think I'm going to play and something like that. So I need another end, and I'm going to go with – I mean – like, don't get me wrong. All the eight guys who were chosen so far, they're well deserving in their spot. But not, Miles Garrett at pick nine, I think is pretty crazy. The guy's on his way to becoming one of the best players in the NFL. Obviously, his production speaks for itself. Over 10 sacks the past three years. And one of the years, he missed, like, six games because he whacked Mason Rudolph over the head with his helmet. But uh, another guy, first-team All-Pro last year, plays the run really well, gets after the quarterback. And, again, faces probably double teams every single week. And then my second pick here will be probably my favorite defensive player in the NFL, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, a guy who's so versatile. You can play him in the slot, play him at free. Matt, um, at to you with a little bit of field issues, but has flourished in Arizona, was in Houston for a year. And then. Really, I'm not gonna say revived his career with Kansas City, but signed like a uh, like a three-year, forty-something million dollar deal with Kansas City, and has again become one of the best defenders in the NFL. And with my defense, I'm not 100% sure how I use him, but I love the idea of playing him as a kind of like an overhang in the slot. So I, I think those are my two picks right there, and Garrett and Matthew.
1: Yeah, I mean Miles Garrett, obviously a uh, former first-round pick out of Texas A&M. He he's just been and absolutely, he's been a monster when he when he's played obviously the guy decided to just whack um Mason Rudolph almost killing the guy but you know I think I think he's doing alright but yeah last year had 12 sacks the year before that had a 10 and yeah I think number 9 Miles Garrett definitely great value and then Tyron Matthew probably not the pick I would make but I mean I can't go wrong with the honey badger obviously um, covers a lot of the field at, at safety position so I think those two picks are gonna definitely benefit your team. In uh, solid picks.
2: Yeah, man. I think you know what Miles Garrett. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of forgot about Miles Garrett a little bit. I think I might have taken him instead of Darius Leonard. But again, Miles Garrett. He's just one of those game records as well. Great pick right there. He's a freak of nature. Probably he,
0: one of the most athletic guys in the NFL for sure. At his size. Yeah, I mean. I think I think it's the videos of him that you see like dunking a basketball with these. Like it's it's unbelievable. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like Man. it's it's unbelievable. With the, I mean, what they feed these guys nowadays, who knows? But uh, of course, you have pick number eleven now. Take it away.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm kind. You know what, Squid? I'm honestly, I'm gonna just go out and get another guy who's just gonna lock up at the cornerback position. And you know you got Jalen Ramsey on one side. I'm gonna just casually bring in Jair alexander from from the Green bay Packers to to go lock up the uh, the wide receiver two on the other team. I just um yeah, I mean, obviously he's been he's probably one of the best uh man to man um corners in the NFL and yeah, I'm just on the just getting my secondary. Going right now. So yeah, I'll take Jair Alexander here.
2: Yeah, Jair Alexander, he's one of the guys that runs that Packers defense for sure. And he he is absolutely locked down. He's one of the best corners in the game. Definitely the second best corner in my opinion. I think that's a good pick, Core Corey's definitely backing up his secondary right now. But <laughs> uh good pick for sure.
0: Yeah, I like Jair Alexander. I was going to take Alexander, but I thought with maybe – like this is more of like a draft strategy now between us. I'm like I see a lot of corners still on the board, so I wanted to make sure I I had Matthew as one of my safeties. But, yeah, I think Jair Alexander is right now the second-best corner in the league. And people might look. He's got four career interceptions in 30 years. I mean, last year, the guy is absolute glue. He just sticks to you. Uh, He's one of the best probably – I mean, I don't want to give away – like probably if not one, he's two in uh, man coverage. Again, takes away half of the field. Uh, poor Kevin King gets absolutely picked on because of that, but yeah, great pick here from Corey, Jair Alexander and Jalen Ramsey I mean, you're going to have offensive coordinators throwing fits. but Novello, you got two picks here All right, with my next pick I'm going to shore up that D-line really quick
2: with another edge guy, I'm going to take Chase Young out of the Washington football team again, he's just one of those freaking nature guys I want my front four to be solid all around, I want them to be able to do everything just the four of them so that the rest of the guys on the defense can do their thing. So that's my next pick. I'm going to take Chase Young.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, if I didn't want to just, like,
2: make my 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 cornerbacks,
1: like, the nicest cornerback duo of all time, I mean, Chase Young would have been the pick to solidify my, uh, my edge rushers. But, you know, I wanted to get the, the corners going. But, yeah, I think Chase Young here. I was praying somehow he fell back to me after your next two picks. But, yeah, I mean, Chase Young – just an absolute animal, freakin' nature for uh, for that Washington football team. That guy comes in, and obviously it's not all him, but that defense becomes pretty pretty damn good. So I like this pick a lot at uh I don't even know what number. It's like ten or eleven, but yeah, I think getting a guy this late in the in the draft is a really good really good value.
0: Yeah, Chase Young, obviously one of the star Ed rushers in the NFL he's gonna probably might become the best soon because what he did in his first year out of Ohio State's just ridiculous a guy who missed out on going to the Giants after like a a tough end of the season to that but yeah like I mean you you, we keep going the phrase around game record, and maybe we shouldn't use that term so loosely but again it applies here to Chase Young just in his rookie season what he was able to do and I mean the guy I think it was against like Arizona too when he like or maybe Sanford, it was either, it was in Arizona's stadium. It might've been against Sanford when he like recovered that fumble or whatever. And he's running yeah. down the sideline or whatever. He just looks at him, He's a freak of nature. So Chase Young's a great pick here. And Novello leaves you with another pick and an absolute like trio on your defensive line of Donald yep. Bosa and Chase Young. Yep. My next guy though, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm
2: going go to go into the secondary. I'm going to bring in my guy, Justin Simmons. He's one of the best young safeties in the league. I think he really sure up my secondary. Keep them in check. Um, he's one of the best pass coverage safeties in the NFL. Best safeties overall. I'm going to go with Justin Simmons.
1: Yeah, I like Justin Simmons a lot on the uh, on the Broncos. I know he just got a pretty big contract, I think. And yeah, I mean he he's one of the best safeties in the league. And I think with your uh, your D line already as strong as it is, uh, I think getting a safety like Justin Simmons definitely a uh, good pick here.
0: Yeah, no, Novello's a big zone coverage guy. I'm uh, probably, probably play Justin Simmons in center field, and, I mean, he'll do a uh, great job there. That's where he thrives in, in Denver. One of the best, like, ball-hawking free safeties. I think maybe there's another guy there. I'm surprised you went with Simmons over him, but honestly, I think Simmons does get a little, like, doesn't get enough media love. I think there's a couple safeties who maybe get a little overshadowed. I'll mention one if I draft, or, like, at some point. But, yeah, Simmons is definitely one of the best safeties in the league who doesn't get enough uh. Credit that, that he deserves. So honestly, it's a, it's a good pick here. Yeah, I like Justin Simmons. But Corey, this brings you to pick number fourteen.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think at this point, I gotta somehow get my um my interior, my interior defensive line a little bit uh going a little bit. So between two different guys, but I'm just gonna take Chris Jones from the from the Kansas City Chiefs. He's uh been a great interior pass rusher for uh for that team and yeah i just think uh this guy i need i need to get a i need to get a big big lineman in the middle and yeah i'll take uh chris jones here
0: chris jones another guy who can is really one of the leaders of that kansas city defense along with tyron matthew i could get after the quarterback too from that interior position uh, i like chris jones a lot here it's a good pick
2: yeah, man. Chris Jones, I mean, he's one of the reasons that the Chiefs have been so good over the years. They have that offense, but with Chris, without Chris Jones, you know, locking up that D-line, making it, you know, fortifying that D-line, making it the way it is, I don't know if they do as good as they have over the last two years. But yeah, Chris Jones,
0: nice pick. I 100% agree with you, Novella, on that. I think that uh, – I think – 2019 he played on like the franchise tag and they finally extended him in 2020 like if they didn't pay him they would have been in, they would have been in a lot of trouble. He's definitely he, he keeps that unit going for sure. Uh this brings me to two picks right here and I did just take Tyron Matthew, but I'm going to go with another interior defensive lineman core. I think you scared me a little bit because I really wanted to take DeForest Buckner in this draft and I end up falling to me. Another guy who's from that former San Francisco defense, a two-time Pro Bowl, it was a first team all-pro last year. Another guy who, again, maybe the stats aren't great with him, you could say. But a guy, again, last year had nine and a half sacks. He's had a 12-sack season before. And, again, will just consistently take up two blockers in the middle of the defense. I don't think it's a coincidence that he plays so good in San Francisco that he goes to Indianapolis. And Indianapolis last year was one of the best defenses in the league. He got paid a lot of money, and he definitely deserves so. So I'll go Buckner as my first one
1: here. Yeah, I mean, Buckner, obviously – um, another really good uh, interior lineman. He's just a big guy, and yeah, he comes over from the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, they were uh, one of the best defenses. League he goes over to Indy, and uh, that team becomes one of the best defenses. Also, so yeah, obviously, he was first team all pro in 2020, so no coincidence. And yeah, I mean, I can't I can't get all these uh, linemen. Just whichever one you want to choose. So yeah, Buckner here was uh probably the next best if not better than Jones, but, yeah, it was, the, it was a great
2: picker. You know, people, a lot of people forget that the fact that the success that a middle linebacker has is has a huge part to do with how good his D-line is, and DeForest Buckner was one of the reasons that Darius Leonard is known as one of the best linebackers in the NFL, especially after this year. I think he's also – I keep saying game wrecker, but this guy, he, you know, he's really good. Oh, that's a good
0: pick. I mean, dude, we're drafting the best of the best. You know what I mean? I, like I said, some people might be like, oh, every single person a game record." Well, I mean, yeah, we're taking the top 15 players in, the, in yeah. football on the defensive side of the ball. I'd hope they'd be game records, But, uh, yeah, listen, I guess I'll take another game record, right? Why not? <laughs> at pick number 16, I'll take a new uh, Super Bowl champion, just got his bling, a former number five overall pick out of LSU, Devin White, a guy who could do it all. A guy who was getting unnecessarily slandered at the beginning of the year. But, again, a quick linebacker, sideline to sideline, plays three downs, He's an underrated blitzer too. I think that's one of the best parts of his game. And again, he can play. He can cover people. So with him next to Bobby Wagner, I'm loving the middle of my defense. And uh, it's it's an, it's gonna be a no fly zone. I know my corners and my defensive backs. I I gotta fill out besides Tyron Matthew, but my front seven looks real real good.
1: Yeah, I was honestly really hoping that uh, Devin White fell to me there. But you know, if I if I wanted him that bad, I I could have took the guy. But you know, I think Devin White. He's just a guy that, obviously, he's really important in that defense, but I just love the swagger he brings. Like, I've seen the clip. He's like, I'm going to go get a pick right here in the next play against the Saints. I think in the NFC, like, divisional round, this guy goes out and uh, gets a pick. So, yeah, Devin White, obviously, big part of that Tampa Bay defense, and I think he just – I love the confidence and swagger he also has um, to back up his game. So, yeah, Devin White, obviously, one of the best – young linebackers uh, out there.
2: Hey, I'm really upset you take Devin White, man. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL, one of the people who I love to model my game after, or try to at least, but he's one of those sideline-to-sideline side-line guys. He can play the pass. He finds his way in between the, the offensive linemen. He is an absolute stud, and he does not stop. He, his his motor just keeps going throughout the entire game. does not stop. Uh, super good pick, definitely with Devin White.
0: Hey, listen, I love the feedback. and It looks like I made a good one right there, and I think I did as well. Corey, <laughs> this brings you to pick number 17?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I mean, it's getting a little uh difficult here. I don't know, honestly, where to go on my defense, but I'm honestly going to go out and get another, another edge rusher. Probably not as good of it as his brother, but I'll take Joey Bosa from the – the Los Angeles Chargers, he, I mean, I just, whenever I see Joey Bosa, I see him, he, he makes plays out there, and I don't know, I'm not going to keep it too much here, so yeah, I'll just take Joey Bosa uh, with this pick.
2: Now Joey Bosa is definitely one of those those better edge guys in the NFL. He definitely uh, makes an impact on the game. He has, he had a couple of really good years, and then, you know, next thing you know, Nick Nick Bosa came along, had some uh, had some better years, but um, yeah, Joey Bosa is a
0: solid pick for sure. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that maybe he gets a little overshadowed. I definitely think he does because Nick Bosa just stepped on the scene. But I mean, Joey Bosa's first years had ten and a half and twelve and a half sacks. Like he he is a good football player as well. Like there is no shaming him at all. So I think Joe. I honestly think Joey Bosa is just as good as Nick. I think, like I said, Nick maybe just is newer, so he gets a little bit more attention. But yeah, I think that's a great pick in uh, Joey Bosa which brings it to Novello for two. All right. I'm going into my secondary
2: right here and we are going to go back to back corners. And there are two guys who have caused an insane amount of turnovers in the NFL. And that's what the defense is all about making turnovers. So from back to back picks, I'm going with both Marlon Humphrey from the Ravens and Xavier Howard from the dolphins.
1: Marlon Humphrey. Uh, I, I like watching Mar- Marlon Humphrey obviously in the uh, I saw against the Titans obviously like AJ Brown cooking him pretty early but yeah Marlon Humphrey obviously at Alabama really good corner and his 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 ability to, to force turnovers is just um, pretty special and then yeah Xavier Howard last year uh, ha- led the league in interceptions he was just a ball hawk so yeah I think uh, those two guys at your cornerback position definitely uh,
0: solidifies that. For sure. I'll start with Humphrey first, the guy who even played a little bit inside at slot last year when uh, their other corner went down. So he's versatile. He can play there. Obviously, they have Marcus Peters on the other side, too. But Humphrey's still taking their number one. Obviously, a guy, Alabama, who just breeds defensive backs. He's one of the best. And for sure, yeah, you guys mentioned the turnover ability. I remember him punching that ball out from uh, Juju. Was that last year or two years ago? It might have been two years ago, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean That's
2: what he does best, for sure. He get the, I love those peanut punches, and that is an awesome part of his game that I love.
0: For sure. I mean, the guy's just, again, he's a, he's a hard worker and he's he's not afraid to be physical at the cornerback position, which is an underrated ability. And Xavier Howard, a guy who actually his contract did just get restructured, too. I'm surprised we didn't talk about that a little bit, but good for him. At least he'll be in Miami for a little bit longer. I think like they fixed this year and next year on his deal, at least. But yeah, with Byron Jones, too, that's another great court, cornerback tandem. 10 interceptions last year. He had a seven interception season as well back in his career. So, yeah, one of the best ball, like playmakers at the cornerback position. I mean, uh, they're going to throw your way, and, you know what I mean, make them pay. And Howard definitely did. I think it helps playing opposite of Jones because people saw Jones come in last year and they're like, oh, let's go test Howard. But Howard threw people. You know what? You don't test me. So, moving on to Corey for pick number 20. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out and uh,
1: um, pretty much just – establish more to my, my secondary. Obviously I got my, my two corners, but I'm gonna go out and get a safety and Minka Fitzpatrick from the from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm just gonna um yeah, I mean Minka Fitzpatrick comes to Pittsburgh and obviously just does everything, gets a lot of turnovers and everything like that. I'm gonna put it like free safety. He could just um do it all out there. So yeah I'll take Minka Fitzpatrick uh
0: here. Yeah, guy, Fitzpatrick, who was a little upset with how they were using him in uh, Miami. They wanted to use him more, like, down low in the slot. And he was like, no, let me play center field. Let me be that one high safety and let me just go make plays. They trade him to Pittsburgh in, like, week three. And he had, he had five interceptions for them down the stretch. And really kind of, like, revived Pittsburgh's season that year. I think they started, like, 0-3 or something like that. And people were like, why would you trade your first pick? But Fitzpatrick's definitely was worth the first, ra- uh, first round pick. Excuse me. I don't know if they paid him yet. I think they, I think they paid... I know they had to pay Watt and Fitzpatrick this offseason. I don't know if they've done either. I, I, I thought for some reason I think Watt might have gotten paid, but that like I said, I'm that's off the top I have no idea. But yeah, Fitzpatrick, one of the best free safeties in the league. I think from a ball hawk perspective too, I think he is the best ball hawk in the league. So yeah, great pick here, Core.
2: Now that's definitely what Maker Fitzpatrick's known for. He is the best ball hawk in the league. Again, he's right up there with Justin Simmons, if not probably better. Um he is that cover three, middle of the field, center field guy for sure. Minka, it's a good pick core.
0: All right, this me this moves me on to my back-to-back picks, 21 and 22 here. I'm going to make the first one here, and then we'll kind of talk about it, give me a little bit of time to think. Uh, I mentioned earlier Tyron Matthew left Arizona, I believe in like like 2016-ish, 2017. And the Arizona drafted a guy by the name of Buda Baker, and he oh. kind of came in and he has played absolutely phenomenal football and kind of made it seem like who was Ty- like Tyron Matthews, your production? Yeah, that's mine. Last three seasons, Budabaker's had over 100 tackles from the safety position. Um, Obviously, people think of him probably the first thing, and they're like, watch a DK Metcalf go run him down. But, I mean, again, this guy's just a hard-nosed football player at the safety position. He's not afraid to hit. Uh, only two career interceptions, which I guess maybe isn't like, again, maybe a knock on him, but... I, I know him and Matthew might be a strange fit, but I'm definitely gonna play one of them in the slot. I'll probably play Baker a little bit down low. I think he's a little bit more physical, but yeah, I think Buda Baker again, another a rising star in the NFL, and I think maybe not a household name yet, but definitely should be.
1: I'm honestly a big fan of uh, Buda Baker. I just love watching him play. He's just, I don't know, he's a pretty he's a pretty hard hitter, and he he just does a lot for that um for that defense. And yeah, he got caught by by DK Metcalf but like DK Metcalf I mean technically he's a human but he's kind of like an alien so like I'll give him (laughs) an excuse there but I don't know I love watching Buda Baker play he just makes plays out there obviously say only has two two interceptions but uh yeah I mean he makes a lot of tackles and he's um definitely a crucial piece for that uh for that Arizona Cardinals defense
2: Hey, oh, that's probably one of my favorite picks of this draft, man. Buddha Baker, all the way this deep. What a pick. Oh, my God. He's one of my favorite players to watch. Again, he's one of those guys whose motor just does not stop. He's all over the field hitting dudes who are way bigger than him. He's one of my favorite players to watch for
0: sure. Good yeah, listen, as, as a former undersized safety back in my day, I definitely <laughs> have a little bit more appreciation for those tougher-nosed guys. So Buda Baker fits right on my alley in that sense. So, uh, this comes to my next pick. I have three more. I guess you would say defensive backs. I should pick. I really, I have not picked a corner yet, and I need an interior uh, defensive lineman the way I'm shaping out my team. So I'm gonna go with the guy in 2019 who everybody was absolutely raving on the year that the Patriots um, lost early. Obviously, he did win a Super Bowl though in New England. But Stephon Gilmore did win, or maybe maybe it was second actually, because I, I no, he did win Defensive Player of the Year in 2019 for sure. The year Aaron Donald didn't win it. Um, I mean, again, the guy was the best man coverage corner in the league, had six interceptions, which is tied for the league lead. Um, Belichick always loves to be able to lock down one side of the field. That's what he does with Stephon Gilmore, and that's what I hope to do with him this year. I know, like, he kind of took maybe a little bit of a step back last year. I'll kind of contribute that a little bit to just the Patriots defense in general not being at – um 100%. Obviously, maybe that that exposes him to having to cover longer and stuff like that. But on this defense, I'm loving Stephon Gilmore as my number one corner.
1: Yeah, I mean Stefan Gilmore, uh, really good man coverage cornerback. And I'm not sure if he won Defensive play of the Year. I kind of think he did. I'm not sure, but he did. He
0: did. He did. He did. He did.
1: Yeah, he did. So, yeah, I mean Stefan Gilmore here. I think, uh, as your number one corner. Is 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 uh I mean obviously all these guys in these drafts are really good, but yeah, I think Stefan Gilmore here at this late, I think is a, a really good pick. Yeah, man,
2: Stephon Gilmore. Not much needs to be said about the guy. Arguably had one of the best cornerback years in history of the NFL and what was it, two thousand nineteen. He was an unbelievable corner. But not much needs to be said, man. Absolutely
0: locked out. Sure, for sure. Which brings us to Corey for your next pick. Yeah,
1: uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with the um, l- linebacker, linebacker position here. I think uh, I think I'm gonna go Eric Kendricks from from the Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, that Vikings defense wasn't too great last year, but Kendricks been on that team for a while and is um. I mean, he's just been a good, good linebacker for that team uh, th- throughout the years when that when that defense was really good. So yeah, I'll go. Obviously, he didn't play that. He, he missed a few games this year, but I'll go, I'll go Eric Kendricks here.
2: Yeah, that's definitely a solid pick, Corey. Eric Kendricks. He's he's more known for his uh, pass coverage abilities. He's a super smart guy. Him and Harrison Smith both run that Vikings. De- they used to run the Vikings defense very well. Not so much this season. But, again, Eric Kendricks, he's definitely one
0: of the best in the game. It's a good pick. Yeah, you definitely Hope from a defensive unit standpoint that Minnesota bounces back a little bit. But, I mean, Daniel Hunter was basically out, I think, all but one game last year. And Kendrick missed, like, five games last year. He did miss five games last year, and he still had 107 tackles. Like, that's absurd. Like you mentioned, Novello, he's very good in pass coverage. Another guy who we emphasize in this day and age is a three-down linebacker, which is so crucial. So, core I like this pick to pair with Fred Warner in the middle of your defense. Uh, and that brings it to Novello. Uh, with two picks here. All right. First,
2: we'll talk about this guy, and then we'll
0: go on to the next guy.
2: I'm going to take the tackling machine. As a Giants fan myself, I'm going to take Blake Martinez here. He runs our defense to perfection, and I can't stress it anymore. He's the man. He He's a tackling machine. He can play the pass. He can blitz. He can play the run. He can do everything. I love Blake Martinez. He's one of my favorite guys to watch. So uh Blake Martinez, my next pick my
1: next pick. Yeah, I mean Blake Martinez
2: uh from the Giants came
1: in and yeah, he, he established himself right away and that Giants defense took a pretty big leap this year. I mean last two seasons he's had over hundred fifty tackles, so this guy's just been making plays out there. So only twenty seven years old, I'd like uh obviously you're a big Giants fan, so I think Blake Martinez uh, was only right to get him on your team, so
0: I think this is um, a good round to get him. Yeah, you mentioned Martinez always routinely in the top five for tackles every single season. I don't think it's a coincidence that the Giants add Martinez and their defense completely does a 180 and is a top, arguably top seven unit, I'd say, maybe even a little lower. But, um, yeah, it's a great pick from Blake Martinez. Maybe people can say, oh, he's a little like a step too slow. Uh, maybe got exposed a little bit in that game against uh, San Francisco in the playoffs when he was at Green Bay. But yeah, I think Blake Martinez for uh, another hard-nosed football player who will just tackle, tackle, tackle. So yeah, I love this pick. Good pick. Yeah. Another thing about
2: Blake Martinez, that step too slow sometimes can definitely be good when playing against those shifty running backs. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to get cut back on. But yep. uh, with my next guy, I'm going to take somebody who was hurt, but I've all I've been seeing is highlights from this guy from, from his uh, – la charger camp i'm gonna take derwin james to play strong safety for me i'm gonna switch him i'm gonna switch him and my next my next pick that i'm gonna take between that strong safety and that rover kind of outside linebacker strong safety spot so i'm definitely gonna go with derwin james he's super versatile he could play man coverage you see him locking up keenan allen and camp you Allen, one of the best route runners in the league um super hard hitting safety i think he plays the run well he's super smart He's, um, in my opinion, I think he's gonna have an amazing year. One of the best safeties in the league. So I'm gonna take Derwin James.
1: Yeah, I mean Derwin James. Um, if, if this, if this guy didn't get injured, he's probably, I mean, he's still like a top, top safety in the league. But I think if he doesn't, if he doesn't, uh, what he, he missed the whole year this year? Yeah, if he doesn't miss, he missed all of
0: 2020. He got like injured actually two in 2019, and then he missed all of 2020. So. He hasn't, yeah, I mean, a lot. he hasn't played. in a while.
1: As a as a rookie, this guy was was right up there as a uh, top safety in in the league at strong safety to start his career. So I think I've seen uh, some highlights of him versus uh, Keenan Allen in camp. They've been going at it, and I think uh, going against a top top wideout like Keenan Allen, I think uh, I think Derwin James will come back stronger. So yeah, I think Derwin James at, at the strong safety positions. Uh, a really good pick.
0: Yeah, and Derwin – the best part, I think, about Derwin James's game, too, is his, like, ability in, like, run support and stuff. Like, Obviously, it's, like, his coverage ability is good. But, I mean, again, the guy's – he's, probably, he's like, big, too, for safety. He's got to be at least 6'3". So, I mean, maybe he's 6'3".
2: Something, I
0: think. Yeah, like, you know, like, the guy, the guy lays the wood a little bit. So, good good pick right there for Derwin James, I think. I hope he comes back uh, strong. Definitely a guy who I was trying to keep my eye on. I think he's, like, perfect for the type of role you want to play him in as well in the Velo. So, then moves on to Lickman. Yeah,
1: I think I got a guy already in, at the safety uh, at the safety spot. in Mick Fitzpatrick, absolute ball hawk, making um, a lot of interceptions. I'll go former Jet. Obviously, I mean, I'm a, as a Jet fan, I, I used to love the guy, but then requested trade, goes out to Seattle, has a pretty good season. He gets a lot, he gets a lot of hate for like not being able to cover. I mean, there's like tons of memes about it. But I'll take Jamal Adams here. I mean, Jamal Adams last year had nine and a half sacks as a as a strong safety, which is just that's just pretty damn good. And yeah, I mean, he makes tackles. Obviously, the coverage he's not a great coverage safety, but I think I already got um, I already have Mika Fitzpatrick to, to control the center. So yeah, I'll take Jamal Adams here with uh, to secure my to finalize my secondary.
0: Yeah, me personally, I wasn't going to take Jamal Adam just because, like, I don't really like him that much. But, I mean, at this point, it's, like, pretty crazy I think that he's still here because he's a talented football player at the end of the day. And what he can do very well, I guess, get, like get he's, he's a box safety, if you ask me, but he's very good at it. Uh, obviously, you should mention nine and a half sacks out of the safety position is pretty ridiculous. He was a pro bowler last year, former uh, first-team all-pro back with the Jets. So, yeah, maybe I don't love his game as a true safety, but, I mean, like I said, I, there's no denying the guy's talent. Uh, the guy is a good football player, so – as much as I don't like you, Jamal Adams, you got my stamp of approval today. Um, me and Payo
2: have similar views on Jamal Adams. I couldn't have said it better myself. I don't think he is one of those true safety guys. He's definitely more of an in-the-box player, which he is good at, for sure. But, um,
0: yeah, Payo, I'm with you. Corey, not
2: going to say it's a bad pick because the guy is still a
0: good football player. So I think... With next to Minka Fitzpatrick, though, it's I mean, that's the ideal guy that you would pair him with if you were a safety combination. So in that sense, from a team building standpoint, I think Fitzpatrick and Adams is I mean, obviously, if, if an NFL team had Minka Fitzpatrick and Jamal Adams as their safeties, that would be absurd. So, yeah, like I said, that in that sense, I think I think he's a good fit for your team for sure. Core. Uh, this brings me to my two picks. I'll make them back to back here. My first guy that I'm going to go with. This guy out of Ohio State. I kind of mentioned earlier that maybe the 2018 Colts draft class is really good. But the 2017 New Orleans Saints draft class is also very good. Drafted Alvin Kamara in the third round. Ryan Ramchick, uh at right tackle with pick number 31. And then I believe it was the 11th pick that drafted a cornerback by the name of Marshawn Lattimore. Who, again, if the guy was more consistent, he would be a top three corner, if you ask me, in the league. He's one of the best men coverage corners. Uh, Mike Evans cannot does not catch balls on this guy like he's just unbelievable like, he takes him completely out of the game but then like some weeks he'll just what's wrong, he'll disappear a little bit he's again he's a scrappy little physical player too I remember that like Monday night football game this year with like Mike Williams he's like stuck him on like that fourth and it was like a fourth down play uh, what should we call it and he doesn't get to the marker and that Marshall and Ladd, like I said I wish he could just put it all together and be more consistent because when he's on, he is one of the best corners in the league. I know he's dealing with some off the field stuff. Hopefully that like gets cleared up, but yeah, I think Marshawn Mark again, one of my favorite, like cover corners in the league from that sense. So I'll go with him and I'll, I guess I'll play a lot of men with him and Stefan Gilmore. And my other guy, I guess I'll play him as my cover one free safety. He'll be roaming around. It's Jesse Bates from the Cincinnati Bengals. I think a guy who again flies under the radar, but again, one of those true center fielder free safeties, only three interceptions last year, but, not a guy who's completely tested. He plays on a bad Cincinnati team, which is why I think he gets overlooked. But I think he's actually a lot uh, – like I think hopefully he comes. He gets a lot more recognition in the coming year. So, yeah, I'll go with Jesse Bates here.
1: Yeah, I mean, Marshawn Lattimore, obviously very talented corner out of um, Ohio State. Yeah, like you said, I mean, when this guy versus Mike Evans, Mike Evans is just absolutely <laughs> out of the game. If he could put together uh, consistency – like that, um, yeah. I mean, this guy, the I don't know what, what's the expression. The uh, ceiling is the roof. I'll use I'll use Michael Jordan. Uh, what he <laughs> said. But yeah, and then Jesse Bates. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I have not watched that much of him. I know he, he's a really good safety. Obviously, over 100 tackles. Uh, the last two years. That 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 Cincinnati defense obviously hasn't been great, but obviously that's not um. Not, I'm not gonna take away from from what Jesse Bates has done, obviously, in his first three seasons. So I think with these two picks, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna really say that much about them. But yeah, I think um, to fill your team out, yeah, they're they're good picks.
2: Yeah, I re- I actually really like the on Lattimore-Pale. Um, if only he could play. All the receivers in the NFL, the way he plays against Mike Evans, because Marshawn Lattimore is Mike Evans' father, and there's no question about it. But yeah, he's he's one of the best in the league for sure. He could do everything. He's one of those really aggressive corners who can tackle, do mostly everything. But um, Jesse Bates, again, he's one of those center field guys. He's a stud. He's similar to Mike Fitzpatrick in the fact that they're both ball hawks. I think that's a good pick for you, pal. Got that zone guy back there. My next pick,
1: you know, I need I need another interior interior lineman and you know i could go with another guy but i mean as a jets fan i'm gonna go with Quinnen williams taking i mean quinan williams out of the university of alabama and yeah i mean this guy um obviously in, in his rookie year he, he didn't have a great season but he definitely bounced back in 2020 had a really good season and i'm uh, i'm expecting another another um improved season here for and Williams here and to secure my, my D line. I'll take, uh, I'll take Williams here.
2: Yeah, that's Quinn Williams is one of those upcoming uh, D tackles in the league for sure. He's a beast. He's a run stuffer. He can rush the passer. He's one of those, um, one of those up and coming young, all around pretty good uh, D tackles has a lot of potential. It's a good pick.
0: Yeah. 2019 uh, third overall pick he was out of Alabama and, Getting Robert Salas as defensive coordinator. He took a big step, I think, from year one to year two. And again, in Salas' system, you hope that he kind of can evolve maybe into like a DeForest Buckner type role that maybe he'll play on the inside. I think it's a really good pick from Williams. I think his career is trending in the right direction. Novello, you're making your last two picks here. So round out that defense good. Yep. So my next pick
2: will be the. Unfortunately, on a slight decline because of that whole defense situation. But I'm going to take Harrison Smith, the um, strong safety for the Vikings. He is one of the most sneaky safeties in the NFL. He knows how to disguise everything that he's doing. And he is so unpredictable. I love that about his game. And he's he's going to play strong safety for me while Derwin James plays that slot kind of strong safety thing, rover position for me. But, yeah, Harrison Smith.
1: Yeah, Harrison Smith obviously in uh, in Minnesota. He's been doing this for 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 a long time, and yeah, I just he, maybe he's um with with all uh, more up and coming safeties now. Maybe Harrison Smith. I wouldn't say obviously he hasn't fallen off, but maybe his name isn't talked about as much as it was a few years ago. But I think uh, Harrison Smith's definitely still a really good free safety in this in this league. So. I think to get him this late
0: is a great pick. Yeah, Smith, I mean, he's a proven pro. Obviously, he's made Pro Bowls in his career, been the star of some really good Minnesota defenses. I think it also doesn't help that Minnesota maybe take a step back. Again, maybe gets a little overshadowed on that. I think he has lost a little bit of a step, but uh, I think you're still going to get good football out of him. I think Harrison Smith, again, if you would have told me a couple years ago he's fallen this late, like we're picking this many safeties over him, I would have thought you're crazy. So, yeah, I think there's a good value for Smith for sure.
2: And then I got my very last pick. It's going to be Fletcher Cox from the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. I really like this guy as my final piece. He's kind of like that super run stuffer. He's a big, big boy. I want to put him right in the middle of that D-line. Yeah, he's going to finish off that D-line. And Fletcher Cox is going to be my last pick.
1: Yeah, Fletcher Cox was another guy I was looking at to – To finish off my D line, but I had to go with Quinnen. But yeah, I mean Fletcher Cox didn't have a great 2020, but this guy, yeah, like you said, he's a big guy. He uh, he's been doing it for that Philadelphia for that Philadelphia defense for pretty long time, and yeah, like like um, like Harrison Smith, I think this is also a really good pick this late in the draft.
0: Yeah, Fletcher Cox again, the star of that defense when they were. Uh, won the Super Bowl that year. I know they had like Brandon Graham on that defensive line as well. But again, that's Fletcher Cox's line for sure. Uh, definitely a guy who I was looking to pick with my last pick because I, I want to take an interior defensive lineman. So yeah, very good pick here, Navella. And I, I, I honestly very I like how your team formed out. What are you gonna you're gonna? It looks like you're gonna play uh a little like a two two uh four five almost. You're talking to me, Payo. I'm gonna I'm gonna play uh four two five. Ah, uh, so, oh, so, so you're gonna put what's his name's hand down. You can put Bosa and Young. All right. Yeah, yeah. I have the yeah, got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I like that that I think they should both whatchamacallit, call it, Put put both their hands down instead of uh, like five tech and stuff. So yeah, I like I like that uh, defense right there, and I'm liking how you're gonna use Derwin James in the slot. So uh, Martinez and Darius Leonard in the middle of the field rounds out pretty nice. Uh, Core, I I'm not sure exactly what you're where you're eyeing. Uh, so take it away. I think you, you, you can be a little flexible with this pick.
1: Yeah. I'm honestly going to go with, um, a linebacker here. I'm going go with the outside linebacker. I'm going to go with Levante David from the, from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This guy, um, yeah, he's been on this Tampa Bay defense for a while. And now with them being one of the best, he, uh, he, he he was a big part of that of that Super Bowl team. So yeah, I'll go Levante David to round out my team.
0: Yeah, guy who he might be getting up there a little bit in age, but I mean the play has not really dropped off. He's a perfect piece next to Devin White and playing him an outside linebacker will 100 percent work. He's a good guy in coverage. So, yeah, I think this is a great pick to solidify your team for sure. Yeah, Levante
2: David, he's definitely one of those guys. He finally got his recognition with the Super Bowl that he just so very much deserved. He's one of those veterans who have been in the league for so long, playing at such a high level, and he was finally able to get his ring. That's a good pick,
0: Lavonte David. Yeah, for sure, and a veteran presence, too. Might even might even get the C on his jersey uh, on your team. Uh, this brings it to me to wrap up our defensive draft, our longest draft that we've done so far in terms of picks. Uh, I have DeForest Buckner on the inside of my line. I'm going to play Miles Garrett at end. I'm going to put T.J. Watt's hand down. He's going to play some end for me. So I need somebody to play in the trenches. Again, this is going to be biased, but I don't care. I want big, bad Leo, big cat. I want Leo Leonard Williams on my team. A guy who finally put it all together this past season for the Giants. I believe he had 11 and a half sacks, got snubbed from a Pro Bowl. The talent's always been there, a former sixth overall pick out of USC. Can never really get it going with the Jets and parlayed a big season with the Giants into a long-term deal. Good for Leonard Williams. Like I said, he's, he's a guy too, who will play on third down and he can get after the passer from that interior uh, defensive line position. So, yeah, I like Leonard Williams to round down my defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, Leonard Williams must have just not liked the, the green and white because he goes over <laughs> to, the, to the Giants and he just becomes – uh all of a sudden he becomes a really good um interior lineman and, and yeah obviously at USC a first round pick the talent was always there but good for the guy he was able to put it together this past year and um yeah expect uh expect another really good season coming up. So yeah, like uh like this pick to end off the draft.
2: Yep. As another uh Giants fan myself, Payo, I absolutely love Leonard Williams. He gets after it in both the run and the pass. I think that's a perfect way to uh, cap off your defense. And um, definitely got snubbed out of the Pro Bowl. But we'll talk about that later.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But at the end of the day, the Pro Bowls don't care. He probably only cares about a ring, which hopefully he wins this year. But that's going to wrap it up for our defensive draft. Novello, I thank you for coming on to this draft. Obviously, you give a lot of insight when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. Add something, a a different perspective from that. So I thank you for that. Uh, That wraps up, too. Our position drafts. We went through a bunch of them. I know we linked defense all together, but I thought this was a creative way to include all of that. Kind of brings us in to the next part of what we're going to start talking about. Maybe start giving you an NFL season preview, and Cor will bring back a little college football. We haven't talked college football since the Natty Chip. Uh, we'll start. We're going to give you previews on certain conferences. We're going to give you previews on who you should bet in the Heisman, who you should bet on team totals. We'll probably dedicate a whole episode to college football. I'm definitely pumped for that. But that's going to do it. Make sure you vote on the Instagram at the deep ball underscore for which defense you think was the best. Uh, And take care, everybody. Have a good one.